From Forward, Montana, this is What the Helena. Hello and welcome to week seven of What the Helena, and what a week it has been. Our thoughts are with our friends in Texas as record-breaking cold temperatures, frozen natural gas pipelines, and inept leadership have left millions of people without power, food, or clean water. BIPOC, the homeless, seniors, and people with disabilities are being disproportionately affected. Now more than ever, please support mutual aid networks and go give our affiliate Move Texas a follow. They're doing incredible work to check in on their friends and neighbors during this tough time. Check the description for links to both of those. And meanwhile in Helena, our very own shitstorm of racist, homophobic, and anti-climate bills continues to brew. Ever feel like you're trapped on an escalator that's going the wrong way? And as you're scrambling up the steps, a bunch of men in suits are dumping slippery Nickelodeon-style slime everywhere? That's right, friends, we are on that escalator and up against a whole slate of anti-LGBTQ bills designed to make life more difficult for trans and queer people in our state. House Bill 112, sponsored by Representative John Fuller of Whitefish, would ban transgender youth athletes from participating on sports teams that align with their gender. House Bill 427, also sponsored by Representative John Fuller, is a revival of House Bill 113. This bill would ban certain gender-affirming treatments from being provided to minors, taking healthcare decisions out of the hands of doctors, patients, and parents, and allowing the government to intervene in medical care. Senate Bill 215, sponsored by Senator Carl Glimm of Kela, would legalize discrimination by a person, business, or other entity under the guise of religious freedom. Senate Bill 280, also sponsored by Senator Carl Glimm, would require transgender people to present documentation of gender confirmation surgery in order to change the gender marker on their birth certificate. To be clear, trans people who do not receive gender-affirming surgery are still trans. Only one-third of trans people have surgically transitioned. Many won't because it's expensive, they often face discrimination in medical settings, or they simply don't want to. The legislature is trying to send the message that LGBTQ people, especially trans people, aren't welcome in Montana. That is not only fucked up, it's absolutely false. To our LGBTQ friends and neighbors, we see you, we love you, and we will not stop fighting for you. Follow us on Instagram to stay up to date on all of these bills and what you can do to stop them. The phone number for the Trans Lifeline is 877-565-8860, and the phone number for the Trevor Lifeline is 866-488-7386. We'll put both of those in the description as well. It's a beautiful bluebird day in Montana. Solar panels cover hundreds of rooftops in your town and are busy harnessing the power of the sun, making energy more affordable for you and me. Sound like a fantasy? At the end of this session, it might be. Representative Larry Brewster of Billings is sponsoring House Bill 359, an anti-solar bill that would essentially destroy Montana's solar industry and cost the state hundreds of well-paying jobs. All rooftop solar customers, including households, schools, and fire stations, would feel the financial repercussions. 
This is especially poorly timed as families and businesses continue to face economic hardship in a pandemic. If you want to bring a little sunshine this week, let the House Energy, Technology, and Federal Relations Committee know that you don't support this attack on climate, small businesses, and everyday Montanans. Let's burn this bill with UV rays. House Bill 320 has been called a public land's wolf in sheep's clothing. Sponsored by Representative Steve Gunderson of Libby, it appears to protect public lands, but actually sets the stage for Montana lawmakers to transfer and sell off those lands to private interests. The result? Less public access and a loss of revenue to our recreation-based economies, consequences that Montanans have already made clear they don't want. Check out Montana Wilderness Association's slick one-click tool to send your representatives a message to keep public lands in public hands. The big bad wolf isn't fooling us. <coughs> Newsflash. People were living in North America before white people came and colonized it. Unfortunately, our legislature is now trying to decide who is welcome on stolen land. House Bill 200, sponsored by Representative Kenneth Homeland of Miles City, would prevent Montana from establishing sanctuary cities. By the way, Montana doesn't have a sanctuary city and never has. The bill's companion, House Bill 223, sponsored by Representative Bill Mercer of Billings, would require local and state law enforcement to detain immigrants on behalf of U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Civil rights advocacy groups, religious leaders, and indigenous activists rightly cautioned that these bills would lead to increased racial profiling in our state. Several cited the experience of Martha Hernandez and Ana Suda, U.S. citizens who were detained by a federal agent in Haver in 2018 for speaking Spanish in a convenience store. These bills seek to stoke fear and distrust of immigrants in Montana. Governor Gianforte has indicated that he supports these bills, so we need you to act now to stop them. Contact the Senate Judiciary Committee and tell them to vote no on House Bill 200 and House Bill 223. Racism and xenophobia are not Montana values. We are affectionately referring to House Bill 424 as the Robin Hood Bill. Take from the rich, give to the poor. It would ensure that folks who make over $500,000 per year pay their fair share in taxes, resulting in an enormous increase to the state's revenue and a boost to the earned income tax credit, which would put $10 million a year in the pockets of low- and middle-income Montana families. We're tipping our green felt hats to Representative Emma Kerr Carpenter of Billings for bringing this revenue-generating bill to the House. House Bill 424 is being heard on Tuesday, and if you looked up to the noble fox as a kid, or adult, no judgment, show your support by submitting public comment or sending a note to the House Taxation Committee. The issue of bison in Montana is hotter than Yellowstone's Grand Prismatic Spring. Fun fact! Bison once roamed across the continent from present-day Canada to Mexico. Now, tribal nations and organizations are working to restore bison to Montana lands, and not without controversy. Two bills get at the heart of the Montana bison debate and may slow or stop bison restoration efforts. House Bill 302, sponsored by Representative Joshua Casimir of Fort Benton, would allow county commissioners to decide whether bison herds can be relocated to a county, removing wildlife management power from the Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks. This bill could threaten private property rights and undermine tribal sovereignty. 
House Bill 318, sponsored by Representative Kenneth Homeland of Miles City, would redefine many of Montana's wild bison as livestock. This would complicate the introduction of new wild bison herds and potentially impose unconstitutional livestock fees on tribal nations. House Bill 302 and House Bill 318 are confusing and unnecessary. See Montana Audubon's Action Alert for more information on these bills and how to get involved. And donate to the Intertribal Buffalo Council to support tribal bison restoration. If the Montana housing crisis were a complex math problem, inclusionary zoning is just one step in a complicated, multi-part solution, but an important one nonetheless. Earlier, we wrote about House Bill 259, brought by Representative Sue Vinton of Billings, which would prohibit inclusionary zoning in Montana cities and towns and prevent local governments from addressing their own housing crises. When it comes to affordable housing, we know that there's no one-size-fits-all solution, but House Bill 259 would eliminate a key tool in the toolbox. Representatives and residents of Whitefish, Missoula, Bozeman, and Billings have all voiced opposition, and we need you to make your voice heard, too. Send a note to the Senate Local Government Committee and tell them to vote House Bill 259 down and give inclusionary zoning time to work effectively in Montana. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. If you missed our interview several weeks ago in episode four, we covered an American icon, unions. Here's what we learned. Unions exist to improve wages and working conditions for all workers. An attack on unions is an attack on equality across the board. That's why Representative Caleb Hinkle's latest bill, House Bill 251, is such a nightmare. This bill endangers unions' abilities to collect dues and build power, and would deprive thousands of hardworking Montanans from organizing for fair wages and safe working conditions. House Bill 251 is also supported by out-of-state corporate interest groups like Americans for Prosperity, a Koch Brothers-backed organization. Boo! Unfortunately, Representative Hinkle of Belgrade didn't stop there. He also brought forward House Bill 337, a constitutional amendment defining personhood and banning abortion at all stages of pregnancy. It grants a fertilized egg the same rights as an adult, meaning you also could lose access to birth control pills, IUDs, or emergency contraceptives. Um, yeah. Yet another attempted overreach from the party of small government, and it's fucking scary. Hinkle, why do you feel the need to ambush Montana's workforce and reproductive healthcare access? Asking for a friend. And many other Montanans. We absolutely cannot end on that note, so let's talk about our Hero of the Week. Faster than a slalom skier speeding downhill, more powerful than a herd of bison, able to leap to the top of Granite Peak with a single bound, it's Representative Kelly Cordum of Bozeman. This freshman representative is a democracy defender with a courageous commitment to his constituents. With all the bullshit that's going on in the Capitol, it's not easy for our legislators to keep their followers in the know. Lucky for us, our hero takes time out of his crime-fighting day to update the public in a badass weekly newsletter. Superman should take notes. And Representative Cordum does not back down from carrying the tough bills and asking the tough questions. 
Alongside other voting rights bills, he's carrying House Bill 441, which would allow 16- and 17-year-olds to serve as election judges, shown to increase voter turnout and long-term civic engagement. This bill is being heard Monday morning. Send the House State Administration Committee a note showing your support. Keep fighting, Representative Cordum. We are with you. In the immortal words of Porky Pig, that's all, folks. As always, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next week. You can subscribe to What the Helena on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and soon Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.